Well, hello and welcome to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. Hey, I'm Mark. Uh, joining us today, we have Christian. Hello. And James. Hello. <laughs> welcome to Hi. the show, guys. Hi. <laughs> Jamescomplaints.com. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way right out of the gate. Uh, welcome to Lorehammer. Uh, today is an episode all about the Black Templar. All right, make some f- beating off noises. Tell me more about these Templar. <laughs> this is not a safe workplace. <laughs> um, that NSFW warning right there. <laughs> uh, today is actually our first day of being Spotify Ooh. exclusive. Ooh, oh, yeah. That $100 million contract finally kicked in. So wait, how much money did you get? <laughs> I mean. Eric's making 30 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> For a year. For a year. For the year. He yeah. does it because he loves it, though. It's a passion project. And him. me and James aren't even getting paid. Yeah, no, and you never <laughs> will. Never. Sad. There's just not enough. That 100 There's million. not enough to go around. Yeah, it's yeah. not enough. How are you going to eat? Exactly. How are you going to provide for I yourself? I get paid in groupies. <laughs> <laughs> what groupies? He just skims they all, off they the top. They send them to me at <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah, we're Spotify <laughs> exclusive now. That's pretty cool. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. So obviously, um, if you're listening, you're on Spotify, which is awesome. Um, but what you should do if you haven't already is make sure that you follow our podcast on Spotify. So you get yeah. constant updates whenever we release new episodes, new content. It's a click of a button. and then A tap of the finger. A tap of the finger. Barely even an inconvenience at all. Other yeah, than the you're fact still going to lose hundreds of subscribers. Other, <laughs> other than the fact that then you have to listen to us. Yeah, that's, that's an inconvenience. That's that's the bad part for it's sure. Drawback. <laughs> it's admittedly the worst part about Lorehammer is the fact that you have to listen to us. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, if it weren't for that, it'd yeah, it'd be a great, great thing. Top ten. I just download <laughs> it on my phone and leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but in case you didn't know, we also have a bunch of other ways that you can hang out with us, such as uh, our Patreon, where we're still going to be releasing our uh, video podcasts. Yeah. Um, our Redbubble, Facebook, Instagram, Discord, YouTube, and there's even uh, another podcast that it's not Mark and I, it's two listeners of Lorehammer and they've created their own let's talk so there's yeah. many different I was ways on that yesterday oh nice that's nice we played some would you rather and uh-huh. some of the questions were just outlandish well it's Dylan so that doesn't surprise <laughs> me yeah at all yeah it's like would you rather watch your parents have sex or for all eternity or you sleep with them once and then you're free <laughs> I was like well you know you have to go to their yeah. their podcast to find out yeah Mark's if decision. you want to find out my answer and what I'm doing with my parents <laughs> go check out if you Let's think Talk. that just got them any listeners <laughs> you're sorely mistaken oh, am I doing this wrong <laughs> <laughs> There's one person out there who was like, I'm super curious. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> back I don't like the direction we're going on here. <laughs> With Spotify exclusive, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> There's no There's boundaries. No <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> um, but be that as it may, let's... Um, the side's already up. Let's talk about some Black yeah. Templar. Let's, uh, we just want to give you a little bit of uh, 
something to bring you back, mm. you know, after that. <laughs> let's S- Setting the mood. Yeah, let's set the mood, but not that mood. Oh. Let's set the other better Space Marine mood. Space Marine mood. Um, to the darkness, I bring fire. To the ignorant, I bring faith. Those who welcome these gifts may live, but I will visit not but death on those who refuse them. Chaplain Merrick Remaldus. A nice man. Of the Black Templars. Of the Black Templars. Hmm. <sighs> Grimaldus. Grimaldus. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I want to hear you do a Helbrecht quote. Uh, I actually don't think we have Helbrecht. any. Helbrecht. Helbrecht. I'll find one. We have all of us lost a brother. There we go. <laughs> That's what I'm in it for. <laughs> um, yeah, today's episode is all about the Black Templar. So this is the first time we are actually talking about a specific chapter, or we haven't even done a Legion yeah. before. Um, mm-hmm. So we decide this one because it's the best, naturally. Everyone loves Black Templar. They're, they're so 40k. You don't want no Blood Angels, Space Wolves, Ultramarines, oh. Raven Guards, Salamanders. You definitely don't want Iron Hands. Oh. You want yourself some Black Templar. The only other acceptable chapter to do would have been Imperial Fist, Imperial Fist. which I did leave out. Right, of <laughs> yes. course, because of Rogaldoan's mustache. That's yeah. well, mm. <laughs> that's there's that many before. reasons. Yeah, to join. I mean, them. in the top ten is definitely his mustache. I think his <laughs> his mustache probably could fight off an entire legion of any other chapter. Do just they the mustache do they just rogue. the hairs just leave? <laughs> well, they jump off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tank. And then when everything is done, they all just they float use, back. They use the like the muscle tension to fly out at incredible <laughs> oh. speeds. He just <laughs> flexes his face. <laughs> just it's like porcupine quills at fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they come back like like uh, Thor's hammer. Yeah. Well, it's mag- <laughs> it's, all, it's all magnetics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's science there. I just I don't have the time to explain it. Yeah. About Mantis shrimps. How? And, uh, yeah. Anyways, I did find a quote if you want one. Uh, yeah, the galaxy is the emperor's. Good quote, Mark. Uh, <laughs> hi, Marshall Helbrich. <laughs> it had to be in Helbrich's voice, though. That's the I don't know what he sounds like. I haven't met the guy. <laughs> he could be your descendant, you know, because he's supposed to be in the 41st Melon. You could be his All copy. Right. Here's, <laughs> gonna here's be a tough, quote but... from Helbrich, okay. and I'll do it in the. Black was it Black Reach? Is that no Hell's Reach? Hell's Reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll do it in the Hell's Reach voice. <laughs> that throws me off. Where the neophyte sees <laughs> only <laughs> the difficulties and the initiate only the advantages in any great enterprise. The hero sees both. Wow. Is he like when you wow. say it like that? I imagine he's like four feet tall. <laughs> he is. It's a power armor that bolts like, him up. <laughs> He's yeah. He's Squatting just a little around. baby in the, <laughs> in the, in the, in the suit. His head is just like the top of his body. Yeah, it's all in nice. the torso. Ah, ah, interesting. Nice. I didn't know that about him, but and now he's a I lifetime do. smoker and tequila drinker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into the episode. <laughs> let's start off with who are the Black Templars? Uh, well, thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. The Black Templars is an Imperium-aligned Astartes chapter made up of highly religious zealots. Warriors beyond compare, they focus on faith, fire, and fury, eager to bring retribution to the enemies of man. Warriors beyond compare. How do you do your voice? 
Can you read all of it in that? <laughs> they are not a Codex compliant chapter <laughs> and have broken the codes in very large ways. <laughs> yeah. The the so yeah, they're not Codex compliant. Yeah. Um, but the spread out nature of their chapter, which we'll go into uh, later, uh, is their only saving grace. Since their power isn't consolidated into a single organism, their threat level is diminished. Uh, another reason could be uh, it, that it is unknown. Uh, who wrote this? Um, let's blame it on Christian or James. I mean, it was definitely me, but... <laughs> Seems like a James complaints. Yeah, that's, that's one of those types of situations. <laughs> okay, so another reason uh, that could holy i am another reason could be that it is unknown exactly what their current status is allowing them to keep the inquisition and therefore the high lords in the dark to their truth strength i think i'm having a stroke that's nice all of a sudden (laughs) um for your podcast enjoyment we can for two dollars you can join (laughs) our patreon die (laughs) the light come out of his eye we'll we'll take the camera we'll light it right up (laughs) for full view okay okay Either way, like, the, <laughs> like, I don't know if his brain broke. I don't know what happened. He's trying to figure out what he's reading. or I mean, it must have made sense when I wrote it. <laughs> I read it and it made sense. Okay, so it's just me. Yeah, you're having a stroke, my <laughs> friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so they're not Codex compliant, um, but they seem to get away with it a lot. Yeah. Uh, but it's not because, you know, like, Space Wolves, okay. I, here's, the, I think, what I was trying to get at with this. Okay, okay. <laughs> Space wolves are not Codex compliant, uh-huh. but the only reason that they are allowed to be is because they essentially just gave a massive middle finger to the Imperium <laughs> and to the Inquisition and said, like, if you want him, come and claim him. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh-huh. uh-huh. That was for you, Christian. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but the oh, Black Templar... Okay. <laughs> Classic Lord of the Rings quote. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Black Templar never gave like this middle finger or whatever. Instead, they just kind of slip by yeah. because of the circumstances of their chapter. Uh, that's what I'm more, I think, trying to say okay. in that. Uh, okay. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Because the Imperial Fists are Codex compliant, right? Yeah. As an offshoot, they're like, well, suddenly yeah. we're not. So, yeah. Imperial Fists are even more co- Codex compliant than, than the, the Ultramarines. Ultramarines. Figure, go figure. Which is why they're the best chapter, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They're all about. Following those rules, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. fisting for the emperor. Mm-hmm. They're all about not following the rule until Rogel decides to follow the rule, <laughs> and then and then they really follow. The rule. Yeah. <laughs> so let's start with their origins of the Black Templar. The Black Templars are second founding chapter created out of the ashes of the Imperial Fists in zero two one M thirty one, seven years after the Horus Heresy. So they've been around for ten thousand years. Yeah, uh, they're battle brothers were taken directly from the Imperial Fist Legion of their more zealous Astartes. Uh, Most likely, they would have come from the first company of the Legion, which um, was called the Templars, uh, even while they were still Imperial Fists. But it's like... There's nowhere in there that says they come from there, but that's we can pretty much infer. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of them did. Yeah. They didn't even have to then change any of their iconography and stuff. They just had to spray paint their own black and they were good to go. Very convenient. Literally spray paint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It's easy. Yeah, just go to Walmart, pick yeah. up a can. And then they huff yeah. the paint, and that's why they get so, like, zealous. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the emperor. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, you're high it's on paint fumes. fumes. <laughs> Terry. Terry. Terry the Templar. <laughs> uh, so Sigismund, who was previously Marshal of the Templars, first captain of the Imperial Fist and right-hand man to Primarch Rogaldorn. One would, of the best swordsmen in the galaxy. Yeah. Oh, he's tight. Uh, and he would become the first leader of this new chapter. He shed his allegiance to the Imperial Fists and became the High Marshal to the Black Templars. Yeah. And that's like he was leader of the first company who were made up of these veteran honor guard called the Templars who were Rogaldorn's uh, bodyguard, his yeah. honor guard, actually. And they all decided... Hey, let's I guess not we're... do this. Yeah. <laughs> Rogaldorn's fine. His mustache will take care of it. <laughs> he doesn't need us. Yeah. For real. He never needed us. It is always us. funny, Primark bodyguards. bodyguards and you're just yeah, because like, they all have them. Yeah. Actually, there's. it's unrelated with the Iron Warriors about that. That he rejects his own bodyguards and has robots. Oh, and stuff yeah, yeah. The automata. Like, yeah. yeah, those are fucking sweet. And same with... Uh, Angron doesn't care about his bodyguards either. <laughs> well, he can't afford assume, to care about them. I assume he'd just kill his own bodyguards. Yeah. Sometimes. Like, it's oh. actually more dangerous to be Angron's bodyguards <laughs> than it is. Uh, yeah. So uh, with all the upheaval and turmoil surrounding the Imperium after the Horus heresy, uh, so that includes the threat of a new civil war in Oof. the Imperium, several loyalist legions uh, being accused of heresy, mm-hmm. Um, strife and suspicion between Astartes, even within their own legions. Oh, yeah. Um, so They need to learn to love again, for sure, all yeah. those Astartes. They right need now, to they're... sit down and say, I'm ready to let someone in. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. My battle brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Sigismund, now High Marshal of the Black Templar, he sees all this. And he declares a crusade, and he says, like, I'm doing this because I think it's the only way to purge my new chapter of any heretical suspicions mm-hmm. uh, and restore the integrity of the Astartes. Yeah. Prove that, you know, we still have a place yeah. in the Imperium. Yeah, if you're bidget, busy purging people, it's less likely you yourself are going to get purged. So. <laughs> you always got to be on the purging right? side rather than the receiving side. At the very least, you can always fake it till you make it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, I don't feel like purging today. <laughs> I don't feel like killing all these Xenos things, but I'm going to do it anyway. I and I know somewhere in my heart. <laughs> I'll find One it. day. Yeah. I'll I'll be back to that rekindle that hateful feeling. creature that I was at one point. Just think of a half-hearted Templar just kind of revving his chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. uh, sweet. <laughs> what is with you, brother? I'm just not feeling it today. <laughs> Feel a little melancholy today. Quick yeah. question on the origins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was this before or after Dorne disappears? Um, this was seven years after the heresy, so it's yeah. true. So like Dorne's it's around. way Dorne's before around. he yeah. disappears. And the yeah. Templars are formed while Dorne is still there. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah, I think they're formed immediately after the second, like, during the second founding. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So Dorne spends seven years arguing, saying that, no, the Codex is bad. Yeah. And he goes into his pain glove and comes out and says, no, we have to do it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've been enlightened. <laughs> yeah. I found truth at the end of pain <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. Power from pain. 
That sounds a little dark Eldar there. Yeah. Are you a heretic? <laughs> somebody, somebody slay him. Does somebody be purged? <laughs> <laughs> when Sigismund uh, perished at the hands of the arch enemy, the next High Marshal took up the sword of the High Marshals and swore the same oath that Sigismund had 1,000 years earlier. Thus, their crusade has never ended for 10,000 years, nor will it while, hu- while humanity's enemies exist. Yeah, so they're, they're constantly crusading. Eternal crusade. It's nice. Yeah, they swore an oath to uh, literally just battle the enemies of mankind, which to the Imperium is a rock on another <laughs> planet is their enemies. So. Ah. Yeah, their their crusade is never ending. They've been fighting the longest battle um, of anyone else in the Imperium. Yeah, Ultramarines they like to take months off, but not the Templar. They're out there every day, yeah. grinding heretics into dust. That's right. It's the only way they know how. Grinding. Yeah. <laughs> They're out there grinding. They're out grinding <laughs> with each other. <laughs> one of the crazy uh, things. One of the things I like about the Black Templar actually is. Uh, after the Horus Heresy, when during the purging or the scouring, is it, is it called the scourging? I think it's the scouring. The scouring. Anyways, um, <clears throat> all the traitors were kind of being hounded by loyalists, and a lot of them escape into the Eye of Terror or just other yeah. warp storms or whatever. But Sigismund refused to believe that the threat was gone. Yeah. And the Imperium at large actually was convinced that Abaddon had left. Yeah. They're and, like, oh, we vanquished them. They're yeah, broken. exactly. They're never coming back. They went into, like, the abyss. Yeah. We won. Yeah. And and, then, and that was their official stance. How like, wrong no. they were. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Sigismund, like, straight up was like, no, like, they're coming back. I know it. I can feel it. And he's told, like, he's a fool and that he should never do it. And, and it was him who, like, found them again yeah, and even protected the Cadian Gate for that first Black Crusade. Yep. I mean, it's where he died. But... Yep. Yep. <laughs> but he died doing what he loved, fighting heretics. <laughs> yes, he did. Especially Abaddon. Yeah, he, he waited around for a thousand years uh, around, like, the, the Eye of Terror just waited. I'm sure he went on little crusades close by, and he was still very active. Well, yeah, it's the Eye of Terror, so yeah, this... chaos is constantly trying yeah. to pour out of it, right? Yeah. So. But, uh, yeah, he was uh, killed by Abaddon. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. Cut in half. Cut in half. But uh, yeah. he even stabbed Abaddon, did some damage, I guess, as much. Stabbed him right through the chest. Yeah. Not Normally that, that does fatal, anything. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, not to a space marine hopped up on chaos juice steroids. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Let's, uh, so that's, that's kind of where they come from. And Sigismund is kind of the spiritual father of all of the Black Templar. Yeah. Uh, after Rogel Dorn. <laughs> blessed be his name. Bless, mm-hmm. Blessed be the name of our father, Primarch, L- Lord of... Anyways. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Why don't we talk about uh, their homeworld? Yeah. So, due to their never-ending crusades, the Black Templar, they can't afford to have a fortress monastery requiring personnel to man it. They just don't have enough Astartes to man it, you know? Yeah, and it would tie them down. Yeah. And they can't afford to be tied down because yeah. they're too busy crusading. Yeah. So instead, they are a fleet-based chapter. Uh, which means, honestly, they're just a bunch of spaceships with yeah. all their necess- necessities on these spaceships mm-hmm. floating through space. Thank you. In the dark fleet, void. Fleet-based, yep. <laughs> that is what fleet-based means. <laughs> I like it. I like it a little fleet-based chapter. Their flagship, the Eternal Crusader, 
is where High Marshal Helbrich rules from, uh, organizing his chapter and commanding his fleets. Um, so High Marshals are like the, the chapter master equivalent. They're the highest person in the Black Templar. Yeah. And the current one is Helbrich. Uh, the Eternal Crusader is of the Gloriana-class battleships, and they are, on average, 20 kilometers long, but they have the potential to be much larger. Oh, my. Um, yeah, these are relics of 30K Yeah, of the Horse Heresy, where um, normally these would be like Primarch's flagships, mm-hmm. and... Um, there's a couple legions that even had two or three, yeah. Uh, but that was pretty rare for them. Yeah. So, nor- like these are big boys. Yeah, yeah, the so. biggest of boys. Mm. They're not the biggest. There's a class above them. Oh, really? Called the the, the abyss class. Oh, yeah, but there are only three of. Those. There are only three yeah. of those, and then there's and then also there's the, like phalanx. the phalanx and yeah. like one off space station stuff. Yeah, like exactly. But these guys are big. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't big. make them anymore though. Don't make them like you used to. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> unfortunate. They're collector's um, items. Yeah. <laughs> Christian has Can three. you get them all? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we don't know how big exactly the Eternal Crusader is, but it's always talked about as it's excessively big. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Almost like they're trying to compensate for something. Hmm. No, it's because they need all the space. <laughs> because it houses the majority of the chapter's relics. Uh, it's the spiritual home <laughs> of the Black Templars. It's capable of handling twice as many Astartes as normal, meaning large groups of Black Templar may gather aboard the Eternal Crusade at one time, mm-hmm. uh, whether you know it's for a staging ground for large crusades or ceremonies such as when a new reclusi arc is raised. Or even just some brotherly bonding on a Friday night. Ah, oh, brother, 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 brother. <laughs> Welcome, brother. Yeah, a little bit of that. You know. That's well, when the chaplain finds out that Terry the Templar isn't doing too hot. <laughs> oh, no. And trying to <laughs> lift his spirit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> trying to Remember make him feel time? a zeal again. Remember that time you Brother. took that green skin and crushed his skull in your hand? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was good, brother. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Focus on the good, brother. <laughs> it will come again. <laughs> but yeah, the Eternal Crusader, that's, that's the equivalent to their fortress monastery it just happens to be mobile yeah it's it's nice yeah mm-hmm. so then they just go around and they go to random planets and um crusades crusades yes but also they just pick up random people to refill their ranks and whatever um yeah yes yeah, so they don't have one recruitment world they're yeah. just recruiting wherever they go well yeah, yeah uh so they they have a higher than normal recruitment need uh which Helps, obviously, because they're constantly crusading. You know, there's no rest for Mm -hmm. them. So their attrition rates are way higher. But also, they're just a larger than normal chapter. Um, So they establish chapter keeps on any worlds that they uh, conquer. I mean, liberated. Um, (laughs) How many pictures did I miss? There's the chapter fleet. There's the fortress monasteries. Okay. Yeah, and chapter keeps, I'm assuming. Um, Yeah, so these chapter keeps that uh, they're spread out all throughout the galaxy because the Templar are chapters spread all throughout. And uh, many, if not all, of these keeps help to populate the chapter. Uh, Any youth that wishes to become an aspirant or for Black Templar, they have the specific word for it, the expectantin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Expectantin. It's a nice word for sure. Yeah. 
Uh, so anyone who wants to join them has to journey to this keep, uh, whatever's closest to them, and they have to deal with whatever you know dangers or hazards they may find. It it's not uncommon to for them to place them in like the middle of a lava lake, <laughs> or uh-huh. surrounded by nests of dangerous monsters. You know? <laughs> space marines it's fun and then you you want that eight-year-old child to try to get to your keep yeah it's nice there's deal candy in it. there there's candy <laughs> <laughs> so much candy you could never eat it all terry's finally oh. feeling excited again <laughs> he has a passion for candy that man T- terry the templar candy man <laughs> poor terry what have we done to him <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's cool. So yeah, they they more wait for people to come to them as opposed to going and collecting. But I'm sure they go and collect people as well. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure if they come across somebody who's worthy. The Templar is just a really well known chapter, um, just because of the fact that they're so spread out. Yeah. So and they're they're old too. Like they're yeah ten thousand years old. They're one of the they're almost as old as every legion. So. Yeah. It's nice. It's only a couple hundred years different, really. Yeah. And, and when you're talking in 10,000 years, what's a couple hundred, you know, yeah, of, hi- of history, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. let's, uh, let's talk about their fighting style, their battle doctrines. They like to fight, for sure. The Black Templar have continued in the style of their first high marshal, preferring close combat over ranged warfare. This is further emphasized by the fanaticism of the Black Templar initiates, whose righteous anger makes them impulsive and headstrong. Yeah. They like the close combat, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they like hammers and swords swords and and axes, even, I've heard. They like axes. They They like everything close combat. Mm -hmm. And chain swords, of course. Yes, sir. Yeah. Spears are kind of pushing it a little bit. Cause yeah. It's well, a little you, more Yeah, ranged. you get a little bit of range in a spear, you know, so. <laughs> if you can't be close uh-huh. enough to get sprayed with the blood of your enemies, <laughs> you're, you're not, not close you're enough. Not close enough. <laughs> <laughs> so when uh, the Black Templar make war, when they crusade, uh, they focus on two main tactics. So the first is an orbital assault where the crusade uses drop pods and thunderhawks to perform a massive landing in the wake of heavy orbital bombardment. Mm-hmm. So that's the only ranged warfare they do is just orbital bombardment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like we're going to just literally drown you in shells. Mm-hmm. And if then then we're going to come stab you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so if resistance is still strong after this massive orbital bombardment <laughs> Um, they will land their heavy armor and launch an armored spearhead against the weakest link in the enemy's defensive line. And they commonly use crusader pattern land raiders, which yeah. they were the first to find the yeah. STC and the first to use. Yeah. Which um, it sacrifices the LAS cannons on the side and replaces them with massive hurricane bolters, which frees up a lot of room inside the land raider itself so they can carry more people to get closer to the enemy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is what you Sound want. tactical. This is the way. <laughs> yeah. what a, one of the crazy things, I don't think the Land Raider Crusader gets enough love. Um, like the, the Hurricane Bolters, just imagine that. Like th- they're bolters. Bolters are fucking crazy in the lore. And they shoot like a thousand bolter shells just at the enemy. Like that would, it'd be crazy to see. 
It'd be wild. I like it. It'd be loud. It would be <laughs> loud. Yeah. It would be crazy. The Crusader pattern, I think, is like one of the cooler ones. Second but coolest. Especially when it's done up in Black Ooh. Templar Oh, paint. yes. Oof. Oh, everything is all these. The, the Black Templar color scheme is quite... Quite yeah, excellent. like I just love that red on them and the the greens and stuff on the Black Templar. Well, there is red on some. I know. Unfortunately, I chose yeah, the you wrong have like color. Could have picked yellow. I know. I could have picked a lot of colors. Blue. But I fucked it. Okay. <laughs> what do you want from me? Just to be better, Mike. Just be better. <laughs> As part of their dedication to the Emperor and their crusade, the Black Templars swear oaths of faith and protection. Before battle, it is considered customary to renew one of these oaths, the particular vow serving as a focus on a particular aspect of their duties, considered to be necessary to ensure success. Or at the very least, success the right way. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. There's many ways to kill a heretic. But only one, but only one way. right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's in glorious melee. That's right. So... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only while upholding the honor of the emperor. Well, I, I like to think it's because they want they want their enemies to know the fear. Because mm. if you just get shot by a sniper or something, it's like, well, you didn't feel the fear before yeah, you died. Yeah. You didn't have a chance to repent. Yes. Ah. You know, we're going to make you so scared that you ask for forgiveness and then we'll give it to you. Yes. In, yeah. in, in sweet release of death. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, we have some art up here and it is some of the coolest fucking art. Black Temple have some of the most amazing artwork. because they had a real sweet comic book. Yeah. Right? All this artwork is yeah. from the comic book. I got to find that comic book. Oh, it's... I'll find it for you. Please do. I'll get it for you. Oh, uh, I'll that, uh, relic it for you. Marinus Calgar comic book came out last week. I did it? I haven't, yeah. not, I haven't looked at it at all. I've heard it was uh, pretty decent. I've seen a couple pictures. It was minus the primaries, and it was kind of cool. It's it's definitely a slightly different tone from this, this kind yeah. of art. Like, this is yeah. a little more gr- gritty, gritty, realistic, yeah. Yeah. whereas that one's a lot more, like, comic yeah, like superhero polished kinda. cartoonish yeah still cool but uh yeah, black temple cool. are even cooler so that's nice as they should be yeah yeah so th- their battle doctrine is like they still do have guys who have like heavy weapons and stuff but primarily it is close combat yeah. stuff yeah the most honor is found in yeah. physically overpowering your yeah. opponent yeah. as sigismund did so they do yeah you know? yeah yeah we'll talk more about sigismund in a bit and uh how he's the emperor's champion and stuff and it really ties into why they all like close combat that martial prowess that mm-hmm. honor um and just that being better than any heretic and uh <laughs> that's nice yeah proving their supremacy yeah um but let's talk about the beliefs of the black templar so they believe that um they view the emperor as a god the divine yeah. ruler of humanity, savior of mankind. They are one of the few Space Marine chapters that openly share their worship of him um, and are public with the fact that they view him as a god. Yeah, it's not very common that that happens. Yeah. Uh, it's also worth noting that almost all Astartes deny the emperor his divinity. Uh, they, The majority of them definitely hold fast to the imperial truth. Yeah, uh, which would be that religion, faith, and superstition only served to blind humanity to their destiny of ruling the stars. Whereas mm-hmm. the Black Templar fully embraced, like, no, nah, the Emperor is a god, and he's come to lead us, yeah. you know, out of these 
mortal bonds and he's going to provide a way and yeah. life will be good you know you can crusade whenever you want <laughs> purge <laughs> constant purging oh it's nice lots of maiming mm. no maiming <laughs> they don't leave any survivors yeah i guess it's just purging just and purging, just purging. <laughs> yeah that's nice that's but a nice religion i think <laughs> there's only three or four listed chapters that view him as a god oh really can you name any of them um well, I can find the page on <laughs> I can Lex pretend. I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you do that, I'll read the next thing. Uh, the Black Templars are different. They believe the Emperor is a god worthy of being worshipped. Did, did we read this? And his guidance offers <laughs> divine protection from the evils of the galaxy. Kind of. Okay. Point three has been read. Uh, point four. In their indoctrination, Black Templars are taught to hate the traitor, the alien, and the mutant. This belief of this belief has caused them to deny the addition of Astartes librarians to their ranks. Psychers are commonly seen as mutants and therefore prone to corruption. So the three that I see listed um, are Black Templars, Fire Angels, and Red Hunters. Hmm. Okay, okay. Or so, uh, Fire Angels. Fire Angels... I mean, that's not what this episode is about. I'm just curious. You, well. They're descended from the Ultramarines. They have uh. a zealous devotion to the Imperial Creed. They do <laughs> look like Crusaders, though. Do they? They got a little cross symbol and everything. Oh, nice. They're a relatively new, founded in M40. Well, let's just let's just go with that. Right? Yeah, we'll we'll dump, we're stream. dumping them. <laughs> and the other chapter you mentioned, tell us about that. The <laughs> Red Hunters. Yeah. So the what, what's their color scheme? red <laughs> surprisingly they actually have uh the inquisition eye on their oh, really? armor yeah apparently oh. they have uh really good ties with the inquisition interesting yeah they have an the eye in a skull but yeah they also view the emperor as a god <laughs> i i was under the impression though that most marines would is it no. just that the it's the opposite no. yeah most don't most yeah. follow the old like they were created during the time of uh, the Emperor's Enlightenment, where he declared that all, like, religion was stupid. <laughs> I could have religion is dumb. I could have sworn we had this discussion before, and you told me the opposite thing. But Eric's prone to be wrong. Like. I thought that, like, <laughs> yeah, I may be wrong. Eric just flip flops, but I doubt it. I thought there was like on an individual <laughs> basis, at least, most would consider the Emperor a god. I no. All right. I don't think it ever. I don't think so. All right. Yeah. No, they. Like, I I don't see anything that says that. If I told you that, I have misled you. <laughs> and I will atone for that. <laughs> by launching an eternal crusade. By doing a crusade <laughs> against the enemies of humanity. Perfect. Fair enough. And if you want to join me. I, I would join you just for the pleasure of it, honestly. <laughs> Let's Room kill some aliens. Third, hopefully. Let's kill some aliens. Thanks, Terry. Purge some Xenos. <laughs> um... So, uh, they hate librarians because they're mutants, yes. so that's nice. <laughs> yes, because they believe that mutants are prone to corrupt. Well, first of all, they don't like mutants because they're not full humans, they think. Yeah. Uh, but especially don't like psychers because they think they're prone to corruption, yeah. as they but are. But are they wrong? No, yeah, yeah exactly. they're, they're definitely, <laughs> like, they are way more likely to be corrupted. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, they're literally tapping into the warp. <laughs> yeah. But even with this discrimination that they have of completely eschewing the use of librarians, they allow the use of other... <coughs> I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> they allow the use of other non-psychic humans amongst their not not actual battle ranks, but to live with them and to yeah, to work they're with them. they're kind of a necessary function in 40k. Yeah, yeah. you need them for your ships. You so yeah, astropaths and navigators, navigators yeah. to help you get to your next crusade, and astropaths <laughs> yeah. to help give you your orders for your next crusade. <laughs> so, mm. uh, but they kind of like logically finagle their way through it, and they're like, no, no, these guys actually talk right with the emperor. So they're, they're special. Corrupted. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds a lot like Space Wolves, to be honest. <laughs> our powers come from our planet. Oh, not my the goodness. Which, yeah, it's oh, just like they just choose to see them that way. It's like our perspective is different, <laughs> so we're right. From my perspective, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but that's, yeah, those are like the acceptable levels of mutation for them. So none. <laughs> <laughs> well, astropaths uh, oh, yes. Astropa- yeah, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Is there any word on how they treat them? Like, are they, like, still treated poorly? Or, well, like, you, like that, you said, they're so, just like, oh, they're actually communing with the Emperor, so they're actually fine. Yeah. Yes, if you thought that someone communed directly with your god. Sure, yeah. Like you would treat them with some respect, and yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they don't have like any contact with navigators, really. Maybe just one yeah, guy. people rarely do. Anyways, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be like the master of the fleet be the only one that like yeah, chances, like because yeah. usually the navigators are like stuck in their little uh, bubble. Yeah, bubble thing. I forget what it's called, but yeah. But astropaths, yeah, they're you have to talk to them because they're talking to you. <laughs> you can't just ignore them. You just can't <laughs> ignore them, unfortunately. Now why do you ignore my text, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Next slide. Oh, that's a nice picture. Hot damn. So, oaths. And oaths are extremely important to the Black Templar culture and their belief system. Um, throughout their lives, they are constantly swearing oaths. And to break them would be worse than death. Uh, before a battle, it is common for the emperor's champion to lead his battle brothers in a renewal of their oaths, and they focus on a uh, specific one normally when they do this. Yeah. And there's four main oaths that they pick from, which are suffer not the unclean to live. Okay, so murdering. That's a good oath. Yeah. Uh, uphold the honor of the emperor. By murder. By murder. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Abhor the witch, destroy the witch. So... Murdering Murder the witches. witch. Murdering yeah. witches. Okay. And then accept any challenge, no matter the odds. So even if that Carnifex comes at you, <laughs> you still murder it. You're going to still murder it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's um, a theme. There's, <laughs> there's, a there's, a, there's a theme that flows through a lot of what the Black Templar are. Uh, and it revolves around murder. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, I'm sure they come up with like personal O's too and stuff. Like these are just the main ones. But yeah, they can come up with all types of cool kind of. Yeah. Even uh, they the, might have fought a guy and actually even lost. And now their oath is to like hunt that specific guy down and kill him. Absolutely. And, yeah. Even when they start a crusade, they all take an oath to go on this crusade. Sure. And the oath that the high marshal swears to never like stop fighting against the enemies of humanity. That's an oath that every black Templar upholds yeah so everything in their lives is kind of just like oaths all the way down yeah (laughs) you mean it's all oaths always has been (laughs) (laughs) but yeah they they don't 
I don't know. It just seems they're like, it's time to eat breakfast. I swear I will eat breakfast so well today. Not a single food shall fall out of my mouth. Yes. I, shall... I will eat so the emperor is blessed by my muscles being fully fed. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly... Terry, your vigor is coming back. I can feel it. <laughs> I accept any challenge. The now hand me of... that croissant. The joy of the emperor is filling my soul with righteous fury. Uh... Yeah, so it's through the Emperor's Champion's example, um, along with the chaplains, you know, that the Black Templar are compelled to uphold these vows even unto their death. And to do anything less would be dishonorable, which to them is not an option. Yeah. Yeah. Their battle cry? No pity? No remorse? No fear? And it's shouted as they fervently rush enemy lines. Yeah, that, that'd be terrifying, I think. No pity. No, no pity. give us just a little bit of pity. <laughs> a little bit. Maybe even a little bit of remorse, too. Yeah. <laughs> feel, at least feel bad after you kill me. Yeah. <laughs> no remorse. <laughs> but yeah, they're... It just... Everything in a Black Templar is just... They, they swore an oath, and they'll fulfill that oath, or they'll yeah. die trying. Yeah. And they're so. going to do it with a little bit of style, too. They're going to look right up in your face. It. Oh, yes. It's going to be nice. Yeah. Uh, so their appearance, their power armor, the Black Templar, is predominantly black with white shoulder pads. The black color is a sign that they serve the emperor directly and with a deep, lasting faith, just like Sigismund and the black-clad chaplains. I so, never knew that. Yeah, that was something new for me, hearing that. Yeah, the that black is a color of... Directly yeah. serving the emperor. It's like a whole chapter of chaplains. Ooh, I essentially. wonder. <laughs> essentially, I wonder if it has anything to do with the companions and the fact that being in his presence blasts mm. their armor black. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's, it's so powerful. Like <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I never knew that. It creates like a the dark custodies. patina on their armor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, crazy. So anyone who's served there sufficiently long is just completely yeah. covered. He's like in literally black standing armor. in the presence of the emperor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it just all sooty, essentially, or what? Well, I don't know what it is. It's not soot. It's like soul soot. Soul soot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't scrub this off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I never. That might that might be a connection. I always because this is new to me. The whole idea that black is the color of the emperor. Yeah, and I, I found that a little strange until you mentioned that. And then it's connected to chaplains, and then connected to. Yeah, but that's that's literally just me being like, I wonder if it's connected. Yeah, but your word is law. You are <laughs> in nomine patriae. Spotify <laughs> has given you yeah. that authority to. <laughs> And by this power, I do declare that black is the color of the emperor. And only those who wield it are serving him. Therefore, brothers, go on your crusade. I want to see a Southern Baptist <laughs> Templar army now. And as you go to smite the enemies of the emperor, may you be blessed in his glory and righteous rage. Praise the emperor. Praise him, brother. <laughs> Terry. Uh, this is not what I signed up for. I'm just not. I'm just not feeling purgy today. <laughs> May he smite you! May the, the light of the emperor come and, and kill you! Kill your flesh! You be reborn. Okay, Eric. I think you need to start a cult. I think. I'm in. I'm. Well, you know what they say about cults. Uh huh. I do. You make more fun as a as a leader, but you have more fun as a follower. You make more fun as a leader. No, you make more money as a leader. <laughs> oh, that's nice. 
Uh, their armor is covered in devotional litanies, purity, and uh, crusade seals, as well as, wow, as well as other holy scripts. Their weapons are commonly bound to their wrists with chains to represent that they will never give up the fight until the battle is won. Without a doubt, one of the coolest things I ever saw was like leafing through a Black Templar upgrade sprue and being like, oh my god. <laughs> they literally chained their weapons <laughs> yeah. to their... What did they... How do they do? <laughs> they can only fight. <laughs> yeah. They, they never where, where, learned to the love. <laughs> How can they hold their battle brother? <laughs> brother Embrace <I> me. <laughs> they just hold their weapons kind of like out. Yeah. Oh, Give man. them some hug. Oh, man. Honestly, like the chaining them, it's such a unique Black Templar thing. Yeah. Well. I hope that they never like give someone else that. Fun fact. What? About that. Well, I mean, at least on models. I don't want to see other models with it chained to them. The Templars adopted that practice from the world leaders. Well, Karn specifically. Uh, do other, world leaders? other world leaders? Sure. That yeah. So they never, they didn't do it, yes, before Sigismund yeah. fought Karn. Well, technically, okay, so Sigismund got it from Karn. Yeah. But now it's become a, a representation of what they are. It's not. It's not like they chain them and they're like, I do this as the world leaders did. Right, right, yeah. Right it's now. It's become their own thing now. Yes, but. because... They do it because Sigismund did it. And Sigismund did it because the world leaders did it. Because the world leaders no, no, are no. actually their spiritual fathers and are actually... Huh. No, 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 up no, to. do not. Uh, <laughs> this man uh, speaks heresy! <laughs> Smite him! Uh, yeah, so <coughs> Sigismund and Karn had a, a fight. Oh a and, it, yeah, a duel. When they were both loyalists. Yes. yes. And in that, like, Sigismund lost his weapon in the duel and Karn was like, well, you're stupid for not chaining <laughs> to your <laughs> weapons. Here. So you don't drop them, idiot. You stupid idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. And so, yeah, it was after that Sigismund yeah. was like, no, like, this is a sweet thing. <laughs> He's right. Look I was a stupid that. idiot. <laughs> yeah. Look how much more effectively I can crusade now. I'm not worried about dropping my weapons. Oh. I was so worried. Oh, the chains are so good. I also like that they they always have, like, the script written on their armor, too, and they're always covered in purity seals and, like, robes and shit. Yeah. Like, they truly look like crusaders from... Medieval times. Come from from crusade times, you know. Yeah. A better time. <laughs> For who? <laughs> Christians, I think. <laughs> no, they had it pretty bad too. Yeah. Every, I don't think for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I've just been indoctrinated to think that uh, it was great for the crusades were good. The church's leaders. There's lots of money and power flowing. Hey, if them. it's good for them, it's good for. Remember what you said about cults? Yeah, it's, it's trickled down, right? Yeah, yeah. It trickled down. No, what you said about the cults? <laughs> yeah, you get you, rich at the top, but you have more fun on the ground. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> You want to go lots into the crusade. desert wearing full suits of armor, yeah. right? Where you're prone to starve and die. Um, <laughs> the it's a cool look, though. It looks fucking cool, though. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna sit through that. Are we done now? <laughs> okay. Where's uh, your zeal? So yeah, Terry, come on! <laughs> a good crusade's not even getting you going anymore. Sad. Sad. Terry the Sad Space. <laughs> Terry the Sad Templar. Terry the Sad Templar. These are the adventures of Terry the Sad Templar. Uh, so we're still talking about their appearance. Yep. Uh, so they have a black Maltese cross, and it's worn on both shoulder plates proudly. Yeah, it's sweet. Um, yeah, because most chapters 
have their chapter symbol on one sh- shoulder and yeah. then their s- unit designation on their other shoulder. Yeah. But the Templar are like, nah. Nah, man. Nah, nah. You Both don't need shoulders. units. You just need, <laughs> you just need a massive infantry. <laughs> yeah. Charging forward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're instead of using their, their shoulder to show their, their unit, their right knee has the white gothic number denoting their uh, squad yeah. that they hail from, and their left knee will often display any campaign badges or honors. Yeah. Uh, one of the coolest things about Sigismund, who is the father of the Black Templars, is that he actually wore a raptor imperialis oh, yeah. upon his left knee which was a symbol denoting the fact that he had fought directly with the emperor. It's so cool. It's awesome. Yeah. And you can see it on his 30K model. Yeah. Um, Googling it. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. It's one, It's just one of those, like, small um, little details. When we say a raptor, too, we do mean the bird and not the dinosaur. dinosaur. <laughs> just to clarify that he does not have a dinosaur. A Although dinosaur. a raptor would be cool. <laughs> it would be cool, but... <laughs> I feel like I just figured there's enough bird iconography <laughs> in the within Imperium. the Imperium for you not to be that confused. Yeah, 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 but there's also, it's 40k, but you so... you know what? Maybe it was dinosaurs, a Velociraptor. Yeah, right? Eldar are riding dinosaurs. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. I actually never noticed the dual chapter symbol on the shoulders all this time. I've never noticed that. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. Yeah. Um, rank and roll, campaign, squad specialty symbols are not indicated. Instead, rank and roll is displayed by the color of their shoulder pad rim. Neophytes wear white. Fire support initiates wear black. Close combat initiates wear black and sword brethren. Close combat. They should be wearing red. That's a typo. So close combat guys have red shoulder pad rims. Yeah. And then sword brethren wear red as well as having their Maltese cross red yeah, as the, well. The sword brethren also might just color in their shoulder pad black sure not white yeah yeah okay so it's instead of their shoulder pad having any white it's just black and red yeah so it's cool it's a good look yeah i i actually really like how they do their squads with the colors yeah it's cool yeah i didn't know about the assault one either um that they do a red rim for the assault guys yeah it's just like you're the closest it's like you're progressing right first you start as a neophyte you have no rim then you started as an initiate so you just have the black and then you go to the assault then you have red and then sword brethren slowly the blood builds up on your armor until your multis cross it's like it's like a black belt you don't get a black belt from like switching belts it's from all the grime and the Sweat. <laughs> you never wash it. No. You never wash oh. your pauldrons, and that's once your pauldron is soaked in blood. That's when you're. That's You've when been you're, initiated. That's right. <laughs> Baptism of fire. Baptism of blood. Ooh. Sword brethren also are allowed to display their own heraldic shield, combining different elements and symbols, creating a truly knightly look. Yeah, like they'll combine like skulls or like iron halos. Uh, crux terminatus and it's usually red black and white and yeah it's that little heraldic shield on their chest or shoulder guard it it just further adds to how fucking sweet they look yeah they're a very unique looking chapter yeah their artwork is probably one of the best yeah i think i think they do have a lot of dedicated fans that do a lot of art for them so yeah they do tend to have like the most. You could almost say their fans are zealous. 
<laughs> Almost. You could. They're on cr- eternal crusades of painting. <laughs> Drawing for the emperor. Wouldn't yeah. that be nice? To paint. Um, <clears throat> Got some cool banners. I like this one. It's a little towel head. <laughs> uh, so let's now. Dancing skeleton. Let's banner. talk about their organization. Okay. So the Black Templar, since they're early. Ugh, so good. <laughs> the artwork. <laughs> So fucking good. Yeah. Uh, one of the f- uh, sweetest things on the Templar is they paint their uh, the Maltese cross on, on their, their face. face. Yeah. And it just I love looks that look. so good. Um, I remember. So Black Templar was the first uh, Space Marine chapter that I tried to do. Yeah. And I definitely bought like special helmets just for them. Mm. Because you get some nice crusading helmets in there. You want a nice helmet. Yeah. You want to look good while you purge. (laughs) Yeah. Not everyone knows that, though. Well, I mean, like, that's... It's not easy when you're that breezy. (laughs) (laughs) When when you're purging, you just got to, like, you know, you got to, like... You think that these are just drawn? They had to, like, take photos, and you got to, like... You pose with your your axe, you're like... Flex your muscles, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) Give the people what they want. (laughs) Work it, Terry. (laughs) Work it, brother. (laughs) More gore splatter, Terry. More. Uh, So the Black Templars, since their early founding, uh, have always done things in their own way and therefore are not a Codex-compliant chapter deviating in many ways from their brethren. And one of the main ways that they break the codex is in their numbers, where the standard chapter will have a thousand Astartes, uh, and that's set as a maximum. Yeah. Uh, the Black Templar have been rumored to swell their ranks at up to 6,000 Astartes Oof. at some points. Yeah. Or more. Or more. Nobody knows. Sure, yeah. No one knows, but that's <laughs> like the rumor is like, man, there's 6,000 of them? That's huge. Oof. There's a lot of them, for sure. Even though they have huge numbers to pull from, it is rare for the Black Templars to gather in such large numbers. It is even said that the entire chapter has never been gathered fully in the same spot at the same time. And I think that is one of the main reasons how they managed to slip yeah. unnoticed. Um, I mean, records are never nicely kept <laughs> in 40k it's yeah. really easy to just miss a zero <laughs> yeah here there's or only there. 100 of, 600 of us yeah. <laughs> especially when they might never see an imperium like administratum <laughs> official in a thousand years well they're busy crusading they exactly. don't have time for yeah. paperwork and dealing with that kind of stuff so i think a part a large part of why they're still acting as they do is just i think they just slipped through the cracks honestly and not through any like attempt at their own to hide what they're doing yeah. i think it's just a matter of like no one has has an accurate count yeah like even like uh so there's tons of different crusades it's not like the marshal of one crusade is okay so you have 94 guys and so i, I have can only have six yeah like they they're not in no, communication yeah. like that Absolutely. at all they're like hey i want a crusade so i want more brother Marines. do it <laughs> yeah. i encourage your crusade <laughs> yeah 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 so that's nice it's great. Uh, so the Black Templar consist of many different crusade fleets, uh, which usually consist of several hundred Astartes at a time. But with... Oh, wow. Okay, I should have just read this point. But even with their spread out nature, the Inquisition is still wary and watchful of this codex deviation. Yeah. So I guess they do know about it. Yep. 
but they're just like, ah, it's okay. As long as you don't get together and aim it towards Terra, we'll be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and to be fair, they're like, they're one of the chapters that are more in line with what the Imperium goes for anyway. So why yeah, like would, they, they believe be the Emperor is a god and yeah. stuff. Like yeah, constant forward expansion. Like yeah, yeah. Go yeah. fight on the fringes. And they're going always and purging the enemies of the, of the Imperium. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So. so they're pretty beneficial. It's not like Space Wolves who just want to drink and party and then one day grow sick of it and assault Terra and destroy the Emperor. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it's a conspiracy theory. God damn. It's not a conspiracy if it's real Christian. <laughs> um, so there is no standard way that a crusade is organized. It's all up to the marshal. Yeah. Um, so you, I think we said normally that they have around 100 Marines in a crusade. Several hundred, for sure. Yeah, and so there's no real number. You could have a crusade as small as 10 if yeah. you wanted. And when Helbrecht commands an actual crusade, like there might even be upwards of 1,000. Like, yeah. who knows? Yeah. So, yeah. It's kind of nice that the crusade has that loosey-goosey yeah. format to it. Yeah, that, it'll depend on the marshal in charge, the enemies being fought, or even resources available at the time to, will affect all the kind of numbers, the, the uh, tactics and war gear they have, all Absolutely. that kind of stuff. Like, sure, their tactic is always going to turn into close combat, but maybe they might shoot for 10 seconds and then charge. Right, right. So. Yeah. Or maybe they don't have any guns, so they only charge. Yeah. And if you were in charge of a crusade, they would throw their pistols at the enemy. I know Off a cliff, preferably. <laughs> I know you're quite fond of the throwing a bolt pistols well, at people. What's great is that because there's a chain attached to it, <laughs> you can yank it just Once it's embedded in the body of the enemy you threw uh, it at, you just, you're fishing, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Dragging them closer to you to yeah, finish them right. off. The other Come day, here. I got an email from a guy, and he was talking about, like, oh, man, I hate bolters because... Uh, the ammo doesn't make sense and I'm like yeah it's unfortunate blah 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 but I think I have a, the solution is now chain chain your weapons yeah. you no longer have to worry about ammo yeah, yeah it's, you can throw it all it's not a ranged <laughs> weapon no it's technically this is a close combat it's, weapon it's a flail you've made a flail <laughs> yeah. pistol yeah yeah so <laughs> and if you overcharge your plasma and, and then, then throw then, it <laughs> you have a grenade <laughs> that's nice <laughs> Checks out. Checks out. Either that or you just give your enemy an uh, overloaded, an overcharged plasma pistol to shoot at you now. That's dangerous. Tricked, tricked him. <laughs> Got him. What's it going to be? <laughs> oh, you're going to die? Bashed in the face by an exploding plasma pistol? <laughs> or... Yeah, it's nice. Uh, there is no standard way that a crusade... I've, I've read that one. Crusades yeah. are further broken down into nope. fighting companies consisting of around 100 Astartes, but can be as small as 10. Fighting companies are led by a Castellian who are not very... or who are not only skilled in close combat, <laughs> but are also master tacticians. Who I almost had a crusade launched against <laughs> with that slip of the tongue. Under his watchful eyes are the Sword Brethren, Initiates and Neophytes, as well as other chapter specialists such as Tech Marines, Chaplains, and Apothecaries. So these are like the right hand man, the right man, ha the hand of the right, <laughs> <laughs> the man's hands. Yeah. <laughs> these are right under uh, Marshals. Yeah, yeah. So it goes High Marshals, then Marshals, then Castellians, then yeah. Sword Brethren, then Initiates, then... Yeah, Neophytes. Neophytes, then expectantins. expectantins. Nice. Mm -hmm. We nailed that. And yeah. there's Mark way at the bottom. 
He yeah, hasn't found his way. Chapter Sir. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hasn't found his way to a key. I'm a training dummy. They like to, <laughs> they like to beat me up. But I know I'm doing my job for the Emperor. All right, throw me in the dueling ring again, guys. Yeah, the more bruises I get means the the better they've trained, which furthers the Emperor's goals. So that's nice always. So let's talk about the Sword Brethren because they're freaking sweet. Oh! Yeah, so they don't... the Because they're not... Uh, they don't have, like, regular companies. Instead, they have these fighting companies yeah. and um, crusades. They don't have, like, a first company of veterans. No. Where all the veterans are, go together and they're like, ah, here's a bunch of Terminator armor for all you guys. And, yeah. You know, you function as a separate unit. Instead, they have Sword Brethren, which is essentially just a rank higher than initiate yeah battle brother it's a veteran rank yeah exactly um so they are also clad in black obviously Mm -hmm. but they have that accent of red on their shoulder pad that we said and no white on their shoulder pad and said just a red cross yeah um they also really common to see them with tabards and capes yeah which kind of just makes them even more like holy crusaders oh yeah um would you even call them paladins even no, because you go paladins have warp tape magic. <gasps> They're witches. They're witches. <laughs> don't want that. They also yeah. wear Terminator armor, don't they? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The the Sword Brethren are the only Black Templar that you'll ever see in, in Terminator armor. Yeah. Each Sword Brethren is handpicked by the Marshal leading the Crusade and will often form up as his personal bodyguard. Um, another unique honor amongst the Sword Brethren is that they're training in the use of Terminator armor, which we were talking about, which they're the only ones allowed to wear. Yeah. And finally, when a marshal or Castellian is killed in combat, or even a new crusade is started, it is from the ranks of the Sword Brethren that these leadership ranks are selected. Yeah. So this is like their pool yeah. that they pull from. Do you for think uh, once a Sword Brethren, always a Sword Brethren? Nope. They, you can leave. You can leave? Uh, in Hell's Reach, actually, in Grimaldus's squad, yeah. there was an ex-Sword Brethren member. Interesting. Yeah. I think, and what, he just went back to, like, the Crusade squads? or Well, no, he joined Grimaldus's squad. Oh, okay. Um, but I think, like, the Sword Brethren is a, a position of skill. Yeah, yeah. So if you're slowing down mm. in years yeah, and, and your guess. age is starting to catch yeah. up to you, Terry. like, you <coughs> just remove yourself from the Sword Brethren or they might even just kick you out. Because yeah. it's it's purely like you have to earn your spot in the Sword Brethren and you have to keep it. Yeah. So. Well, like I don't think other chapters, once you're a veteran, I think you're a veteran forever. That's Unless you do something bad and get kicked out. Y- yeah. So, so, Shy like, of screwing it up big time. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's cool, though, that yeah, you constantly have to pr- fight and prove yourself for that Sword Brethren rank. Yeah. It's nice. It, yeah. In the Hell's Reach one, uh, they, they say his decades of service in the Sword Brethren are long behind him. Hmm. So he's even been out for a long time. And just I think like you truly have to be at the pinnacle. Yeah of like martial prowess yeah to be in the sword brethren yeah yeah and you're being chosen by like the marshal like so and castellans and chaplains yeah right so everyone is like scrutinizing and watching yeah i noticed that when you were fighting that guy you pivoted slightly three degrees in the wrong direction (laughs) (laughs) you are no longer a sword (laughs) (laughs) booted no you cut him in Teddy. half. <laughs> Is that why Terry's so sad? He was a sword Yeah, brother, he lost his place. And now he just can't get that zeal back. Chaplain Charles <laughs> kicked him out. Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> As he is lovingly called. As he is lovingly called. 
Oh, it's canon now. <laughs> Terry the Sad Templar. And Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> trying to cheer him up. <laughs> That's crazy. Just a little silent movie for you. That's a show for radio, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just start playing, like, that music. <laughs> All of us just... Piano. <laughs> Yeah, Patreons get what he's doing right now. No one else, no gets, one else understands does. what's Which happening. It was just a little for gift. the best. It was a little gift. <laughs> a little add-on. Okay, the next rank is initiates. Mm. So these are... Oh, oh I saw what a, you did. Not I saw what you did. <laughs> that's not an initiate. Initiates are the backbone of the chapter, forming up uh, what are called crusader squads. Mm-hmm. Um... These squads will consist of both initiates as well as neophytes. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I really like how the Black Templar uh, form their combat squads. Or Sorry, Crusader squads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, after honing their skills, initiates may specialize in a particular area of combat, such as the vaunted jump pack assaults. Mm, I miss it. Uh, heavy weapons too. or bikes even. Ooh. Uh, in addition to their combat duties, initiates are responsible for picking and training neophytes and guiding them in battle. The initiate decides when the neophyte has completed his training, after which the neophyte is implanted with the black carapace and receives his power armor. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, so the difference is that they don't have scout squads or a, a scout company, right? Because yeah. they don't they don't function like them. So yeah. instead, a battle brother, a full initiate chooses among the aspirants the neophytes yeah, one boy he chooses a young boy to, to train with. as his own <laughs> like he it's like a one-on-one mentorship yeah. until the neophyte is it's early like a knight in a page yeah yeah they took it from yeah absolutely so someone squires to their knight and like learns from him in like real time yeah one-on-one Sir, are you sure that's how you're supposed to be using your pistol? I've never seen that in the codex. <laughs> Trust <laughs> me, brother. <laughs> We're fishing, squire. Neophytes. So, neophytes are those humans who undergo the process of becoming superhuman Astartes. They have received enough enhancements and training to be fielded in combat, beginning their service with the lighter with lighter armor and weapons. So yeah, they're they're wielding or they're wearing scout armor instead of power armor. They're usually having like bolt pistol chainsword, bolt pistol chainswords, combat blades. Yeah, maybe a sniper rifle. Uh, you can get a shit ton of leverage. With <laughs> you wind up with like a baseball use bat. It, use a Beretta like a bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're gonna you, do some damage. You're so. gonna do some damage for sure. It's uh, not. It's not that they don't ever shoot things. No, no, they yeah, they do. They yeah, I imagine they could have scout squads still doing scout things. And, yeah. yeah, scout squads. Well, no, 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 no sorry, yeah, that, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Providing Overwatch, let's say, for their like, sure mentor yeah. who's actually in the fray. Yeah. Um, they don't have Devastator squads, do they? No, no, no they don't have anything um, other than Crusader squads. I haven't looked at their rules in a long time, but I remember like their Crusader squads could have multiple heavy weapons. Yeah, uh, I think they could take either two heavy weapons or two special weapons. Well, what was, if I remember correctly, yeah. they could get twenty Marines yeah. in a Crusader squad. And then they could get 20 neophytes, one for every... Oh, it was yeah. that big? It was oh, one for squads. every battle oh. brother in the squad. 
crazy. I thought it was only 10 guys and then 10 neophytes. Maybe, maybe that's more of a I, <laughs> I don't know. 40 sounds crazy. 40 does sound excessively <laughs> large, doesn't it? But there's 6,000 Templars, so we'll allow it in this case. Yeah. But all I know is that in their... I guess, yeah. They could take one... They You literally took one neophyte for every initiate. And then of those initiates, you could take a couple heavy weapons. You could take a las cannon or yeah. a... A heavy bolter or something like that. Yeah, just love to see that guy trying to keep up with everyone else in melee, and he's just lugging around the last cannon. <laughs> well, that's why they take flamers, because <laughs> then you're still good in melee <laughs> by throwing your flamer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bomb. <laughs> Neophytes are not organized into a separate scout company like other chapters. Instead, they receive their training from individual initiate who teaches them by examples in the fire of war. When the initiate and chaplains deem that the neophyte has proven himself satisfactory in courage and skill, he is elevated to the rank of initiate and will take his place in the fighting company. Mm-hmm. And then he'll probably right away take his own recruit, I yep. imagine. Well, there's such a need for new yep. recruits in this crusade. Especially so. since they use them like bullet sponges. I was about to ask what's the attrition rate of uh, yeah. scouts. I'm and... sure it's not. You have to keep up with a fully-fledged Astartes going into thickest Also fighting, wearing like... full power armor. And yeah. you are like... Not as well equipped, not yeah. as well enhanced. <laughs> yeah. They, for some reason, keep pushing you kind of in front of them. Like it's a, <laughs> they really want to get the experience. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> Prove your zeal. Step ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> Show no fear. <laughs> or pity or remorse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. Get on in there. Should the initiate in charge of a neophyte die before the neophyte's training is complete, his training and instruction will be taken over by another initiate. If that initiate finds the neophyte worthy of his tutelage. so there In is, rare cases. There <laughs> is that, like, that if, but I'm pretty sure that, uh, like, they'll find someone yeah. for you. There's, I don't think there's much of a chance of a neophyte being like, wait. No. <laughs> yeah, he's just left behind. Like, yeah. Oh. All right, guess we're turning you into a surf. So <laughs> nobody wants you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. I mean, he did let his master die, so <laughs> he should have taken that bullet. He should have taken that's that right. bullet. Yeah. He obviously not zealous enough to be a Templar. Yeah. He... What the heck? Hey. What the hey? <laughs> <laughs> All these different Templar voices. I love it. <laughs> It's a diverse group. <laughs> well, they there's so them many across of the them. galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Diversity is their strength. That is what they say. That is well, another one of their ba- battle cries. Yes. <laughs> no, it's not. No pity. No, no remorse. <laughs> Diversity is our strength, brothers. Checks out. It's canon. It's canon. Uh, let's talk about, without a doubt, the best, the coolest thing about Black Templar. And that is... Drum roll. I don't like that. <laughs> uh, the Emperor's Champion. Ooh. So you've seen him. You've seen the model. You, know you, him, love, him. you love him. You, you love him. You're going to love him. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about him is great. <laughs> Nobody is a champion like the Emperor's Champion. <laughs> um, there are, so it, it used to be an almost... Um, what's it called when there's only one? It used to be exclusive to the Black Templar, this idea of, a, of an Emperor's Champion. Um, but now there's a couple other chapters that also have a very similar uh, role within it. 
So, and it's very different from like a chapter champion or like a company champion. Yeah. Um, so, this idea of the Emperor's Champion uh, traces its origins all the way back to the Siege of Terra uh, during the Horus Heresy, where Sigismund, our noble patrician father, yeah, uh, he was tasked by Rogaldorn, his Primarch, to hunt down and slay every heretical champion that was thrown at the walls of the Imperial Palace. And this was in a task that he succeeded at. He did not lose to a single traitor champion the entire time while he was fighting, other than that one time. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like he was the best swordsman in all of the Astartes. And you gotta think like the Astartes legions are massive. Yeah. So they're already like superhuman. He's like the best of the best of the best. Mm-hmm. No one is bigger. No one is better. <laughs> Ask anybody. No one slays like he does. Yeah. Slay queen. Yeah. Uh, so he was the very first emperor's champ. Like Sigismund is literally embodies everything of the Black Templar. Yeah. He was the first crusader. He was the first high marshal who swore the, the first oath. He was the first emperor's champion. He carried the first black blade and the black arm. Like chains. First, first to get rejected by his primarch. Oh, <laughs> the Black Templar. Okay, that's such bullshit. <laughs> the Black Templar are not rejected by their Primarch. They might not be, but Sigismund was. had a moment of weakness, and Rogel Dorn was not happy with it. And then later, Rogel Dorn is like, "I need you to be my Emperor's champion. I need you to kill yourself on the They're wall." They're standing <laughs> on the wall. Rogel Dorn is just like, "There's a, there's a lot of traitors <laughs> out there." <laughs> 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 I, I'm gonna need you to kill <laughs> most of them. <laughs> like we're talking high ninety percent. Can you do that against it? He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Yo, okay, oh dear. He just looks around for his sword. Yo, okay, oh dear. Oh, oh, get, right, get right on that for you there. Huh? <laughs> Guys are wrecking. <laughs> I thought we were making them better. <laughs> Isn't that what his voice sounds like? Yo, yes, uh, Rogaldor, no, uh, get right on that. Uh, I'll kill that, uh, kill that traitor legion right there. Nowadays. I like to think of him with like a big German accent. No, I like mine better. <laughs> so uh, he was the first emperor champion. But now, you know, 10,000 years later, yeah. following this tradition of having an emperor's champion, on the eve of battle... Uh, all the Black Templars spend time in meditation. Mm-hmm. And, and this is the only time they're actually not crusading. Right, yeah, <laughs> is when they're getting ready to crusade. <laughs> yeah. so, <laughs> preparing to crusade. Yeah. Um, so it is alleged that at this point, one of their number is visited with a vision of the emperor himself, uh, guiding him to victory. So, And then this Astartes uh, presents himself to the company chaplain for scrutiny yeah well the crusade chaplain whoever is there whatever maybe a body who knows anyways but the craziest thing is these visions often actually provide tactical benefit oh really and insight into enemy like fortifications Mm. or numbers or like these a lot of people might think like, oh, you know, they're just like really zealous. So they're they think, that, on yeah, they just thought they saw the emperor because yeah. they just finished spraying their armor more black, <laughs> yeah. you know. But this is actually, there's reason to believe, I think, that this is truly a visitation 
by the emperor yeah offering like them that. something yeah, yeah. I like to think that the emperor is actually still very active in the and doing galaxy. as much as he can yeah. to help hear me the out humanity. hear me out counterpoint okay a just psychic field with all the brothers praying together mm. creates a vision yeah. Well, how, do, how does that offer some vision of knowledge that is unknown? Can you explain though? the warp? Can you yeah. explain the warp, Eric? Can you can you do that with math and science? So you think that they're creating a psychic being, or like a vision? They're they're generating a vision just by all being like zealous together. <laughs> they don't even know what they're doing. But they're doing it. They're all high on incense and paint fumes. Yeah. I reject your logic and substitute my own. <laughs> I say that I'm just saying I like to keep it open ended. I like to I always like it when is the emperor involved or is it just sure. circumstance? We don't really know. And yeah. So I'm just trying to open up that door to like is it a no, vision no, from yeah, the emperor? Valid, or I don't it... think it ever is one hundred percent confirmed that it yeah. is actually. Now even the if emperor. it gives them true tactical knowledge, it's still who knows if it's really the emperor sure. doing that. So okay. I just like I said, I like to keep you that think door like, open. I like to keep that door yeah, open. But how do the chaplains not recognize something not related to the emperor is happening? How do they like how how can you so they they view any kind of touch sure. to the and world. how do the no, sisters no, no, of no. battle Sorry. miss like hey, hey. so much about hey hey, hey. <laughs> 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 settle down settle down we're having a rational relax, debate about relax, black templars okay breath. one of my no. favorite memes we've seen this week was a picture and it was gordon ramsay talking oh, to a child and it's labeled mark and eric talking to any other lorehammer guests it's like oh you're precious you we beautiful love. child <laughs> you beautiful. and that's gordon ramsay talking to the adults it's like what's the line and, and, well the and then the other thing is uh Eric and Christian, or Eric and Mark talking to Christian is like, you fucking moron. <laughs> you <laughs> absolute <donkey>. stupid. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. So chaplains are specifically trained yeah. to look for corruption and the taint of chaos or warp. The taint. Right? Yeah. Any kind but of are corruption. But do they have 100% accuracy? Or if you... Chaplains? Like, same I think thing. they do. No, 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 I think thing. they're very There's good. The same thing with like Sisters of Battle, like very, you know, puritanical and religious and they don't really know if their saints are like demon possessed. They just assume <laughs> that it's the emperor, right? Let's just hope that it's the emperor, not a demon possessed. Right? Like there is warp, obviously warp magic involved with the creation of a saint, but they don't recognize it as that because their belief says it's sure. the emperor, right? I'm saying the same thing could be happening here. Yeah. I'm not yeah, saying I, it is. I'm not saying what it is. I just like to keep that door yeah. open. I can definitely see it both ways. I'm saying sure. what it is. It's the emperor. <laughs> okay. Of course, because you're a zealous. Uh, <laughs> you're a zealous. <laughs> <Black> Templar. <laughs> No, no, I just... It has to be. There's no other explanation. <laughs> he I, told have, me. I have visions. He, he told me. <laughs> the emperor. He, the emperor told you it was the emperor. Yeah. <laughs> that is sound logic. He came to me and he said, don't look at this too deep. <laughs> <laughs> just believe. Just do what I tell you. <laughs> Pick up that sword and go, go stab Christian through the heart. <laughs> oh, no. And I said... If it's Thy will be done. <laughs> He's my friend, but you're the emperor, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that Christian guy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so they, they meditate and then mm -hmm. they receive a vision from the emperor. They, they That's right, they do. They <laughs> <laughs> and we're back in it. Okay. <laughs> and then they go to the chaplains, they talk about it, and then the chaplain will uh, deem if they're actually if it actually was a vision from the emperor or, right. or whatever. If it was Or a if true... it was just some weird zealous thing, then yeah. they'll say, No, that wasn't a real vision, you're not the actual yeah. Emperor's champion. We'll wait for the one who actually got a vision <laughs> from the emperor. Oh. <laughs> Getting spicy. <laughs> if passed, the emperor's champion is permitted to bear powerful artifacts from the armor, namely the armor of faith and the black sword. 
So the black sword is pretty special. Um, so there would be a lot of black swords. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. There's also an official black sword. Yeah. So there's an official Emperor's Champion for the entire um, chapter. And then also every battle would have its own champion. And sometimes there's a champion that follows an entire crusade. Yeah. Um, so there's no real set limit on how long you are a champion or yeah. what exactly the confines are. But they all get this black sword. Now, the black sword is supposed to have a piece of Rogel Dorn's sword in it. Oh, very cool. Um, but I don't know if Should every... Be yellow then? Son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know if every black sword has this piece or if Just only one. Yeah, only the Emperor's champion of the chapter yeah. has that piece. Yeah, I like to think that all the other all the other ones, they don't bear the black sword. They just have some other crazy relic. It is, yeah, it is still definitely a special yeah, yeah, blade. Yeah. And they yeah. call it the black sword. Oh, do sword. they even? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. They call it the black, black sword. Swords. Oh, okay. And they're all called the armor of faith. Oh, okay. Yeah. So but I, maybe what, they t- teach each separate one that they're like, no, this is the real one. <laughs> yeah, the crusade's like, <laughs> no, the this true is the true one. Yeah. yeah. The true yeah, yeah. champion. This is the holy finger bone of the saint of Antioch. <laughs> right? Because how in crusades, there were just a bunch of bullshit relics floating around all the time. I I don't know if this is a rumor, but yeah, it's like if you assembled like all the pieces of the cross, you'd have the enough. true cross, you'd have enough to, you know, like <laughs> build way house. bigger. You'd yeah. have enough to build Noah's Ark. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's what it was. And they lied to us. <laughs> Someone just glue. I don't know if that's actually a true example, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. There's more than what they claim there. Bread and false news. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fake stuff. Okay. Uh, before battle, the champion also leads the Templar renewing one of four vows, mm-hmm. each one adding a different effect during battle as it instills the Black Templars with righteous fury. So we went over those. Um, suffer not the unclean to live. Uphold the honor of the emperor, abhor the witch, destroy the witch, and accept any challenge, no matter the odds. Yeah, so they lead him in a prayer and meditation. and Yeah, he picks one of the vows depending on, you know, the vision that he received yeah. and talking with the chaplains. and Yeah, and then uh, they go forth to um, ba- be baptized in righteous blood- bloodshed. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, in battle, the Emperor's champion goes out to fight the enemy in the name of the Emperor. His presence serves as a fantastic inspiration to the rest of his battle brothers, leading the whole battle group to feats of prowess beyond that of even normal space marines. And even if the champion dies on the battlefield, which is a bad omen... Uh, <laughs> Believe it or not, it is <laughs> not... His name and deeds are recorded and remembered for the rest of time. Yeah. It's kind of cool too. Like, so he actually gets like a, like a type of boon almost like the emperor's champion becomes a better swordsman and stuff. Like, yes, he is invigorated beyond what is normal for him. Yes. Like there's, it's not, some people might view it as just like a, a metaphorical, thing but this is truly like an invigorization of his body his yeah. skills get better he gets stronger he's Emperor's a better tactician just yeah through him. whether or not it, that's like a gestalt thing that they're creating or whether it's actually the emperor himself there yeah. is some kind of something is happening, happening to him yes yeah. it's not just a uh, oh i saw the vision and i shall lead us but you're not a good swordsman terry <laughs> you're yeah. one of the worst <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If and you then, die, it's a bad omen. <laughs> Everyone's like, Terry, you're gonna die. <laughs> so then they go out of their way to protect him because he does it anyways. So they're kind of like, <laughs> I must be the emperor's chosen <laughs> champion. 
Champion, yes. He doesn't even know. <laughs> Terry, my man. Come on. Oh, Terry. <laughs> Chaplin, uh, Charlie Chaplin is... Mm, I don't think you are. <laughs> no, other sh- no other Chaplin oh. likes Terry, so Except Charlie gets stuck dealing with him <laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah. Terry always comes in for like late night uh, repentance. <coughs> like, what's it called? Confession. Confession, yeah. He's like... Brother Charlie, I have sinned. Charlie's like, son of a bitch. This guy again? Yeah. This is the third time today, I Terry. broke my vow. I haven't honored the emperor with my food again. Yeah. <laughs> I ate I, the whole croissant. <laughs> I put too much salt on it. <laughs> what do you think uh, Terry's initi- or neophyte would be like? Is he, is he a good teacher, a patient teacher? Terry, he's just... It's like that meme, like, we purposely taught him wrong. <laughs> That's what Terry's doing by accident. Oh. He's accidentally teaching his neophyte wrong. This is a gun. This is your favorite weapon. You will chain it and throw it at the enemy. <laughs> Maximum effectiveness. Yeah. Uh, by tradition, yeah, there is only one actual Empress champion for the entire chapter. But in practice, there's usually one champion per Black Templar Crusade. Right. Yeah. Or even per fighting company. There's no actual limit to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the chapter also has... Well, so, okay, so that's it for uh, the Empress champion. Yeah. Uh, by far one of the coolest things. Even his model is one of the coolest models in all of 40K. I agree. I think it's awesome. It, it, yeah, it, it, like it's not a new model, but it, no, it holds no. up quite well. Yeah. yeah, and the number of like conversions people do with the Ember's Champion to yeah. like really make it their own for their crusade is absolutely awesome. Yeah, um, it's nice. Okay, so the chapter also has uh, the specialty role of chaplains, which is very important in the Black yeah. Templar. I'd imagine they have a. Uh, a large amount of them. Absolutely. Um, they also have, you know, tech marines and apothecaries. Mm-hmm. But as we previously said, there are no librarians amongst their ranks as they are taught to abhor the witch. And they see these psychers as uh, sources of corruption and they don't want that near them yeah. when they're in the middle of their battle rage. Battle honors, yes. Sorry, battle honors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oaths, oaths yeah, to kill. Oaths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that... Uh, that's fucking the Templar. That's pretty much the Black Templar, yeah. A, a very highly zealous and puritanical, spiritual mm-hmm. uh, chapter that cares about nothing other than the... Style in- and killing things right. in close combat. murder. Yeah, 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 looking good while murdering. That's right. Which is pretty hard to do, I'm not going to lie, because in the end, it's still murder anyways. Uh, no. The Black Templar are... In my opinion, a way one of the better representations of how Astartes should feel. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They oh have yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> a knightly flair and a broke armor and oh. candles and tabards. And candles, yeah. Candles. There's some cool things where yeah, people will put like candles on their backpacks, and you see yeah. the wax just melting down their armor. Halbrecht, I think yeah. Halbrecht has that on his backpack. He's a very special backpack. Uh, He's a very special boy. Well, he is mm-hmm. a special. Halbrecht. I love his crown. His oh little, yeah, his yeah. little circlet that he has like on his forehead. I always with imagine the that was cross. hammered into his head. Oh my god. <laughs> Why? Why do space marines do a lot of what space marines do? <laughs> Valid, okay. Yeah. Yeah. His model is yeah. one yeah, of those. Those are all really well sculpted, yeah. Yeah. 
I, I saw this one painting of his model. It might even be the official Games Workshop one. But on the inside of his cape, it was painted in a pattern of all just black and white alternating Maltese crosses. Oh. And like by hand, like this was, Oof. they were incredibly small. And it just, like, of course, of course he has that. It's just like this red cape with gold trim. And on the inside, it's just, I am a crusader. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. nice. So cool. Um, what's your guys' favorite things about Templar? If you have to pick one thing. Uh, I like the fact that they believe the Emperor is a god and that carries forward in their zealousness. Sure. You know, they fully leaned in with the Imperial Creed and they found uh, their thing, I guess. I don't know. That wasn't always the case with them, too, that they changed that. Like, they flip-flopped on that through the editions. Hmm. Sometimes they're like, nah, he's not really a god. They're just super zealous. And other times, like, no, he's full-blown god mode. Hmm. But now I think they've settled on he's a god. Pretty sure. Well, with that logic, it's until they change it. Until until next edition, of course. Yeah. But Yeah. What's your guys' favorite thing? Well, Templar. I like the knights. Ooh, they yeah. really come across as knights. <laughs> yeah. Even like their the page system they have going yeah. on and like their armor typically looks very knightly. I think that's one of my favorite things is the the whole Crusader squads and how yeah. they actually teach the the neophytes and stuff and yeah. I really like Teutonic Knights in real life, so they have that obvious flair. Uh, yeah, I like the I like the the ornamentation I feel like is what all of the I wish all Space Marines were that highly orn- mm. ornamented. Yeah. Ornate. Yeah. Like just having lots of different like I like the busy looking models. Yeah, yeah. When, <clears throat> when they make them just like covered in like different things like yeah. more purity little seals. script yeah scrolls exactly yeah. And, tabards and, and little exactly like more robe incense and burners and yeah. whatever yeah, like it may be. yeah each templar truly i think that's unique. the biggest loss turning them into primaris because primaris are so clean yeah seeing like temp- primaris templar is you never know maybe they'll maybe i'm hoping they'll release more yeah if not you can always convert i think there's sure. a reason why they look so clean especially to start is because you need the freedom to do whatever you want with the models. Yeah, they're so the, base the base model. Yeah. yeah. But, and like, with Sword Brethren, when they gave that upgrade sprue, that had a lot of extra bits on there for you to put all those on your old Marines. Yeah. Right? So hopefully that's something the they future. do. Yeah, but, yeah. like, they don't even have the tabards or the chain hands for Primaris. Like, Oof. You need yeah. the chain hands. Yeah. Right. I think arms are yeah. interchangeable, though, on Primaris and regular guys. I think they're slightly off by, and not enough that you would probably notice. You could probably get away with it, but I mm. think they're slightly off. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you can make it work. Yeah, Mark, what's your favorite? Yeah, I think I like the the way Crusader squads work. Oh, with that. the initiate and the yeah, yeah. The like neophyte. there's this picture right here. Like that's so fucking sweet, and this guy's so fucked. <laughs> you know, <laughs> getting ready to he absorb the enemy's fire. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is that a whip on his belt? It's uh, it's for his own like flagellation. I was not good enough in battle. Self-flagellation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I I gotta hunt down that comic book, man. I'll I'll find it for you. It, the artwork in there is just it's not gonna be cheap. I'll tell you that. That's right fine. out of the game. We and got you're not gonna enjoy it, can... but it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, what else do you guys want to talk about about Black Templar? Um, eventually there, we're going to do like uh, we're going to talk about Hellbridge Gamaldus all the heroes and stuff you know crusades that they've been on but uh, just a little intro just a little, just a little tease, tease. Mm. 
little taste of the little, Templar. Yeah. Just, the just to get your zealous blood flowing. The tip of the yeah. Templar? Yeah, tip of the Templar. Tip of Terry's Templar. <laughs> <laughs> Terry the Templar. So it's a Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that ta- Terry. What has he gotten up <laughs> to this <laughs> week? <laughs> yeah. So that's... Uh, that's our presentation of the Black Templar. Um, tell us what you guys like about Templar. Tell us what you love about Templar. And why are Templar the best space marines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why are they better than Space Wolves and Blood Angels, Ultramarines? Angels, Ultramarines. Ultramarines. Yeah. Uh, Raven Guard, Iron <laughs> Hands. Yeah. You're killing me. At least they don't have like some weird... Let's say some Don't do psychic it. thing that overcomes you. <laughs> yeah, Don't do and it. let's say it gives you a rage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the middle. <laughs> at least they don't have that. Yeah, or, or like just some weird like uh, like a wolf fetish or something. You yeah, know? Okay with some. Except. <laughs> yeah, I, I like them. They're as I think they're as pure as a crusader for humanity gets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like I think Death Corps should become the standard like poster boys. Black Templar need to be the poster boys of GW's Astartes line. Hmm. They're they're everything 40k should I, be. I wouldn't except go that Except for their li- their lack of librarians, because you can't be a poster boy because they can't release librarian Black Templars, and that's going to lose a lot of money. The librarians make GW a lot of money. Okay. Yeah. Maybe Imperial Fist <laughs> as like the higher codex compliant, but Ultramarines make sense, especially because Reboot is back. I don't, okay. I do really like the Roman feel though too. That's where I get conflicted. It's like I like the knights, but I also like the Romans too. So it's like, mm-hmm. let's mix them together. Let's, <laughs> let's make Roman knights. Okay, Roman so we're, we're knights. making a chimeric gene seed of Black Templar and Well, that's the only way to that's have different cultural way. values. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> It's embedded in their genes. <laughs> yeah. Mark and I were just talking about that the other day. Someone came up to him and was like, I really want to do... <laughs> this guy's going to listen to this now and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you sold me out, Mark. <laughs> well, I just, I don't know how many times we say that you can have whatever culture you want, whatever... Regardless of the gene seed. Yeah, yeah. your gene seed doesn't matter. Yeah. You, you, you don't need have... chimeric gene seed to have shenanigans happen you can be a black templar yeah. successor chapter and absolutely hate everything that the black templar stand for yep. and that's totally okay yeah, yeah. sure f- you're gonna get purged by <laughs> the black templar. Well, don't meet any black templar <laughs> meet that. no you know in a shady but, bar but, but yeah. <laughs> yeah anyways this is not about chimera chinsi this is about black templar that is a rant i do have another rant of the day i haven't done a rant of the day in a long time yeah someone was like hey i really miss rant of the day <laughs> and i'm like why on earth <laughs> is that what you miss <laughs> but anyways all right listen here you little shits <laughs> <laughs> i love this i love abuse this. me more <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so when me and Eric were, every time we talk about Space Marines and recruitment and stuff, they always describe them as like, they they, they recruit the most dangerous people, the v- Only vile, the most criminal, bloodthirsty, yeah. the strongest, those who are the hardiest and have seen the worst. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also. But also they're eight years old. They're eight. Years old. Well, maybe 12 if you're, if you're a late bloomer. <laughs> so the hardened criminal, maybe? Strong, definitely not. I no. think I could beat up a lot of eight-year-olds. 
Um, but can you beat up all the eight-year-olds? Is the it doesn't matter because there's more of you. Like, wh- why is there only one of you and infinite eight-year-olds? Why also isn't it infinite of you? Oh, that would be a horrible world if there was infinite marks. Sure. That would not be... That'd <laughs> be grimdark for sure. The the idea that, like, I think... Okay. I, if you want to recruit really young, I'm okay with that. Say that you're recruiting, like, really young, and you do it so you can mold and shape and break them down and rebuild them up however you want. That's totally fine. But don't also put in that same category, (coughs) not only are they young, but they're also, like, the worst criminals and the most, you know, the hardiest and the most brutal. Because, literally, there's someone bigger than you at eight years old. You are not fully grown. Even if you're huge. You've never met Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, okay, sorry. You're right. There's one, maybe there's one barbarian out there who fits this. <laughs> he gets recruited. But out of the quadrillions of people necessary yeah. for this, why yeah. are, like, I don't know. It just. I, I do agree to an extent, but I will also say there's probably a middle ground where, like, you can be a badass eight year old for an eight year old, right? Sure. Among sure. all the eight year olds on the planet. That's not how it's said no. at all. Yeah, I know. I know how it's said. You're rationalizing that in your own brain, but I'm that's trying not, to make it work. But that's not how games. <laughs> Please, pieces fit together. <laughs> yeah. That's what it, it, what, it needs more glue. Takes. That's what it takes yeah. to like make sense of this is you have to actually headcanon change it yourself. We were even reading this story about how it was uh, a veteran Imperial Guardsman who got inducted i think you read it so so. it was in a white dwarf and it was a story about this pdf member who after many battles fighting rebels and xenos decided it was time for him to go join the black templar as an expectantin this guy is a veteran of the pdf and he's like i will now start my journey to the keep maybe he was just a hardened 12 year old (laughs) (laughs) right like Holy yeah. fuck. It's, it's pretty or, common or, or, in the chat. Hear temp- me out. What about this? What if they don't know? What if as a regular human, you're like, man, I have a crazy mm, military so career. I'm a badass. I'm going to try out. And then they get there and they get they die, obviously, in the trials. Anyways, yeah, yeah. They get like, murdered by the real, what? truly dangerous no. eight-year-olds. <laughs> no, I'm saying like... <laughs> They, That's they're just not like, what happened at all because it literally. Did he get in? No, the well, he didn't get in no obviously, idea. so it didn't work. Did so it? apothecaries <laughs> do gene testing on people to see yeah. if they're good. So all they have to do is apothecary be like, "Oh, you're 32 you're years not, old." Yeah, <laughs> I guess you just don't make it. So there's Wait, no. Did you just leave the PDF to come here? <laughs> that was That's a heresy. <laughs> so uh, like the Black Templar is one of the most well-known chapters in the galaxy, and apparently, like. A lot of people, if they're like, I want to join the Space Marines, most likely they're thinking of Black Templar because they know that there's keeps spread out through galaxy and they have to go there. So there's not like it's a big secret, like, no, they only take children. Like, <laughs> people know the proper age requirements, and yet for some reason, like, why do these adults keep going? It's because Games Workshop <laughs> has their thumb <laughs> right up their own ear holes. Pardon my friend. <laughs> but I don't know. It just like... If you want to be young, cool. Say you're young. Say you're picking, yeah. like, the hardiest of the eight-year-olds. Yeah, but and don't... it really doesn't even matter who they are. As long as they're not, like, a mutant, I you're do... going to make them Hold into on. Yeah. Yeah. Hold but don't but be... No, 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 no. Hold don't on. claim that let's, you're... Let's, let's pause there for a sec, because that's the other point I was going to make, is, like, they're recruiting the freaks of nature because they have such a big population to choose from, like, in general. You're yeah. talking galaxy-wide, across all Space Marine chapters. <laughs> they're recruiting all the freaks of nature that are you know, incredibly strong for an eight-year-old. And how strong is that, really? You know, could that be... Not that strong. Could it, though? Like, within the realm of genetic possibility? Compare it to a 15-year-old from that same realm. 
maybe they are. Maybe they are a complete freak of nature in every way. So then they obviously become even Terry's a freak of nature. (laughs) In a good way, I mean. You know, like, you know, super athletes and people who are just like a cut above just, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just no. saying that I like to keep that there's no perspective. Mu- there's no mutation. All I'm saying is, is I'll beat the it's shit not, out of I'm not saying you're mutated. I don't care. I'm saying like there's enough variation within humans that like you can have a very exceptional Show child. Show me an eight-year-old. Okay. That yeah. You think? Let's do this. Okay. Let's no, Google Mark. eight-year-old. <laughs> Google Stop. image. <laughs> Show me an eight-year-old that you think can beat the. Absolute That's the thing. Shit they could you. even be like once per generation. There could there could be someone on Earth right now that could beat us all up. That's eight years old, P- possibly, maybe, possibly. Do you think? It's, <laughs> do you think it's probable? I think it's unlikely, but maybe maybe enough... once every few generations someone comes up like that. Okay, I'm so, saying on the scale, planet, so on, on the scale, in the span billion, of forty k, on a planet of eight billion, once every couple generations, you think a possible candidate <laughs> for a, a space marine chapter is born. There yeah. are not enough planets in the Do the math, though, because if you need, have a population of literally millions, quadrillions. They need millions Quadrillions of is a no. big number. It's not enough, man. Quadrillions? You're are you You're kidding No. I, there's no way an eight-year-old, there's not an eight-year-old on this planet that could beat you I, up. I would love to find them and bring them here. Just to find one. <laughs> just find one eight-year-old. Make you eat your teeth. We will wait. fly him out to the <laughs> Hammer Studios. Like, you can't we will it. set up that death match. Like, I fought tons of eight-year-olds. Yeah, how are you gonna? Small people. Oh yeah, that's it? that's a young child, an eight-year-old. I'm I yeah. am looking at pictures of it. And <laughs> it's like, I feel gross sitting. <laughs> <down> <laughs> <right> <laughs> But honestly, I think you're lying. Well, maybe this one could beat the shit out of me. Sure. That's right. not an like, eight-year-old, though. I'm not saying... Can you not just accept the fact that Games 30. Workshop poorly <laughs> wrote that? that? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm working real overtime. They're paying me to do this. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying really hard to rationalize You don't I have agree. to, though. I agree. You can just say it's shitty writing. You don't have to yeah, rationalize. Yeah, no, but I also think you can... Because no. I also like the idea of being... <laughs> no. no. Okay. I dislike the idea of mass recruiting. Right, just anyone can become a space marine. Yeah, if, like you. Well, why you not? pass a genetic purity test, right? No, but it's not. You might pass the genetic purity test, but there's still a massive death rate. Just because you pass the genetic purity test, sure. does not mean you will survive the trials actually required to become a space marine. They're literally just pulling everyone out, and be like, you, you will work genetically. You do genetically. You do genetically. They're getting as many people as possible, and they then throw they them into throw, a pit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Then, then you the real weed out starts. the actual sure. weak people. Sure. But again, um, it's still just ten-year-olds, eight-year-olds. Sure. But then you kind of sound like, oh well, as a 20, 30 year old, or whatever you are. Yeah. I could pass those trials because it's only killing eight year olds, so I'll be fine. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no, you can't. No, no, no. I'll kill so them in all. That, in that I'll theory, kill every eight year old I see so, from now so on. So, by that theory, just then, to prove that eight year old could theoretically maybe not kill you in hand to hand combat, but beat you in every other way. They're more fit than you there. Better whatever the trials are. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So think, you're, you, you think, Eric, you can outrun an eight-year-old? I, okay. If I, <laughs> no, no, hold on. If, if the eight-year-old and I grew up in yeah. similar environments, say the gangs of a hive world, yeah. and, you know, not me sitting on a couch for two years <laughs> in my most recent condition. You've done a number to your body. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's gone. <laughs> you, you've abused that thing. But, yeah, let's say I grew up in the gangs and the eight-year-old is a member of my gangs i am 100 <laughs> confident that 
I could kill this eight-year-old <laughs> with one arm tied behind my back. Can you make in that fact, one of the Lorehammer quotes on I Facebook? I 100% <laughs> can kill an eight-year-old with one arm tied behind my back. <laughs> yes. So, like, maybe from a different... Oh if I'm from a paradise world... Yeah. And, and that eight-year-old like is a hive ganger, yeah. maybe that eight-year-old is going to kill me. But they're not recruiting from paradise <laughs> worlds. They're pulling from the same pool. And the pool says that, you know, by the time you're 15 to, like, 20, that's physical way better than any eight-year-old you could possibly make unless some kind of mutation takes hold. But that's not what we're looking at. And... I think you're lying to yourself. <laughs> in many ways, in many different yeah. situations and cases. If you're convinced, um, like, no, no, there's eight-year-olds. There's enough eight-year-olds out there to supply the war machine of space marines. Do you th- Christian, are you, are you afraid of eight-year-olds? <laughs> I'm scared of a lot of things, all right? Because you're really hyping them up. Like, uh, something to be afraid of. Okay, so the question becomes, what do we like more? What would you guys prefer? Would you guys prefer that they recruit from a young age and, you know, they take whatever the best is, but they're still eight-year-olds? Or would you prefer they they raise that age to, like, 20 and then they truly take, like, actually the best people? They've served in the guard for a couple years. They're actually the best. What would you guys prefer? I prefer the children. Yeah, me too. I should rephrase that. (laughs) (laughs) So it's way darker and it's way like more evil to do it to the children. But yeah, and that's what we want. (laughs) It fits the Imperium's MO. Yeah. You know, like everything that they do is backwards and convoluted and twisted right in 40K. So it totally fits. To be fair, people served in the Royal Navy at like eight years old, only like. 150 years ago. What were they doing? Or during were the they Civil soldiers? War. Yeah, they, well, they were like... Even they World were War like, One, like, freaking... They were having kids running around with power, like, getting ammo for guns, so... Yeah, but you're not, like, there's a difference between... Hold up, hold up. 12 and 15-year-olds, man, line. got in... Yeah, in World they, War One, they, they would be fighting, yeah. There, there's some crazy... There's literally child soldiers right now. Sure, yeah, yeah, yes. But, you know... But I'll still beat the shit out of Yeah, exactly. In a fist fight, I'm still gonna beat them up, I think. Okay, so I have a question. Oh, for if you. there's guns, eight-year-olds can kill me. Of course, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. We, if we're including that, then that's, yes, I yeah. could lose to an eight-year-old with a gun. <laughs> then all of a sudden, I'm afraid of all the, the shit I've been talking about eight years. <laughs> yeah. like, They're going to band together. <laughs> oh, yeah, my, oh, my God. <laughs> they're crusading. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so Nostromo. Yeah. Is a planet of hardened criminals. Yeah. And your claim is that the eight-year-old criminal is a better criminal on Nostromo than the no. 15 or the 30 no. or the 60-year-old criminal who's literally been a criminal his entire life. No, but he could have done something heinous enough as a child to be put in, like, life sentence. And then, like, he but could that be doesn't hardened him... enough. <laughs> maybe they're excluding like they're the best on the planet for an eight-year-old maybe they just omit the four and eight-year-old yes, and that part. i think is ridiculous why would you omit that because, because then you have stories of this pdf guy who tries to think he can become well he didn't did he? he i don't didn't. know you don't so know the that. logic is sound how do you know he didn't do it if he didn't succeed the logic holds and there's no argument <laughs> how do you know he didn't succeed Obviously, they, they obviously he became they Terry the Templar. He's not very good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was a nice rant. I uh, I like. That. I agree. I think we all agree on the kids. 
Save the children from the space marines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Start a new nonprofit. <laughs> They're out there recruiting right now. <laughs> Hide your kids. Hide your kids. Holy Is boy. your planet prone to <laughs> mass kidnapping in the night every 50 years? If so, call us. We can legally protect you. <laughs> in the court of space marine law. <laughs> These are real judges. <laughs> <laughs> These are their stories. <laughs> dum dum. Uh, oh my goodness. Okay. Any anything else about the rant of the day? I think that was it. I think I I think the listeners are satisfied with it. No one's happy with it. Uh, I think they want more stuff like that. More content like that. Jeez. More conflict. It's, more conflict. This is what this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but what do I know? Uh. I just spat all over my thing. I know there's it's some in your, in your beard. beard. <laughs> I'm happy about this. You're having a struggle today. I don't know what you got up. He's to still last going night. through a stroke. He's a champ. He's, still He's a champ stroke. for like sitting here this whole time suffering. I'm going He's straight drooling. to the hospital. After this. <laughs> I might need you Spotify, to drive though. though because for some reason, Mark, you're upside down, <laughs> so. and you can't feel the right half of your, like, half of your body. I mean, yeah, yeah. Concerning. <laughs> uh, okay, before we actually end this episode, though, uh, let's take a moment uh, for our brothers mm. and sisters, mm. really our Imperial Tithe members. Mm. Um, so I'm just going to thank everyone, first of all, for joining us on our Patreonic journey. Yeah, and then I'm after he reads the names, I'm just going to give you a quick little spiel about uh, this uh multi mass marketing no 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 it's a, tri- it's a imagine, so a, imagine a triangle yeah. flip it it's a funnel now yes everything uh, is funneling to Lorehammer exactly so yeah. after you've heard your name uh, you know we'll, you gotta recruit we'll, three other members yeah we'll, we'll, we'll let you know what you need to do but now that. you're a proud owner of yeah. your own company yeah yeah that's true getting more people for Lorehammer yeah. anyways uh, so thank you to Liam Matt Thomas, James, Isaiah, Neil, Ollie, Dark Nova D, Stevenson, Catherine, Eric, Tim, Emma, Bradley, Jack, Smallfish, small <laughs> Josiah, Hugh, Occulte Veritatis, and Dan the Third. <laughs> Do you think he's actually the third dad? Yeah, why not? Or is he Dan three? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Dan the third, but hey, it could be <laughs> any crazy. of those other options. Dan, let us know. Uh, uh, we want to see a picture of you, your father, and your grandfather. <laughs> it, it's Dan I. <laughs> uh, anyways, <Danny. laughs> thank you guys to contributing. Yeah. It means a lot. Yeah, honestly, it does. When it you helps support a lot. the show. So. Um, um, and even though, you know, we had that $100 million Spotify deal, we still need your money as well because um, I'm greedy. <laughs> I got a lot of bills. Um a lot of life debts. A lot of, lot of Warhammer debt I need to pay off. So. I owe a lot of bad people a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thankfully, some of them are eight-year-olds, so I'm not too worried about them. But there are I'm some hard... more worried after this episode. <laughs> um, but seriously, yeah. thank you all for, for supporting us. It, it does mean a lot. It does. And uh, thank you, Christian and James, for joining us on our first Space Marine episode. Yeah. Uh, undoubtedly, there will be more, but don't hold your breath because it took us two year, three years. Three years to do. Three years to do uh, this. Yeah. So, you know. See you again in 2030. Another... <laughs> Ultramarines for 2030. 2030. Yeah.
I'm uh, kind of sticking to that now. <laughs> now you have to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Legitimately, will not be doing any Space Marine ep- – well, no Ultramarine episode until 2030. 2030. Yeah. We're just waiting for all the Primaris stuff to come up. <laughs> right, <'cause you're> <laughs> That's what we're doing. They'll be on, like, Primaris V3.0 at that point. <laughs> the primary Primaris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you all next time. I will see you all. You guys gonna say goodbye or just bye? There we go. See ya, see ya. Cough into the mic again, Christian. <coughs> <coughs>